I'm signing in, checking in with my dog, G, man. We live. All right, let's go, man. Welcome to Recoded, the blueprint. Um, Today, I got my guy, Nathaniel Evans. Good evening. He's been in the uh, lab with us since about the 10th grade. Got the call from Donald Clay Sr. A few years ago, he's like, look, man, I got a kid. I got to get in there with you. Linebacker at Curtis. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. You become family whenever you spend enough time together. So I got my guy, Nate. We're going to let him run down the story of of um, his his path from from uh, peewee football all the way through the high school, the recruiting process, and uh, college. Uh, he helped turn a program around at, at uh, Central Florida. And um, now he's a linebacker with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, um, man, let's let's get into it, bro. What's happening? What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? Nate Evans here. You know, signing in, checking in with my dog, G, man. So, um, what got you into football, bro? Let's start there. Uh, well, it really was my parents. You know, um, I was a typical kid. Wanted to stay in bed, play video games, eat brownies, cookies, and cakes all day. You know, and yeah, it got to a point, man. My people was like, you know, you... Let's get active. Let's do something. And he put me on the football field, and see, it, it was curtains after that. I, I said, I want to say I was six years old when I first started, and I've been at it ever since then. I'm 22 now. Yeah. So, so I, I kind of heard that story a little different because, um, man, there I heard go. that. Here he go. Here he go. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that uh, there was a commercial that you watched that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the cable lock system or something, mm-hmm. and JT was on there with one of his lines. See, man, you know, I, I'm family, bro. I talk to grandma. Fact, you know fact, what I'm saying? So fact. you can't tell me some shit about they put you on the field <laughs> and you liked football. I know the truth. Yeah, man. It, uh, it was one night. I was I was with my mom. We were just watching TV, chilling. You know, typical day. And uh, a John Curtis commercial had came on, and this was around the time. Uh, with the commercial, I think they had an old line, and he was like hitting them cinder blocks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, hitting them cinder blocks. And I was just watching that video, and I, I told my mom, I was like, "Mom, I'm gonna go play for that team, you know. And after that, I'm gonna go to college, and after that, I'm gonna go to the NFL." And like I said, I probably was seven six when I said this, and uh, I, I spoke it into existence because everything that I spoke, I've achieved. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's when you faith driven and all, and mm-hmm. you know, you, yeah, you could do that favor. Favor puts you in those situations. Thanks. Um, that's a whole another convo right there. That's something y'all y'all really won't get deep down into. You won't talk about faith and you know having favor and believing. And I'm telling you, it, it worked for me. It worked for the people I'm surrounded by, including G. And it's gonna work for you. But if you don't believe, you don't got faith. Hey, that's like you trying to go a plant with no water. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so tell tell me tell me tell me about Bear. Oh, Bear. <laughs> Everybody that knows you know knows the knows the real name. You know, right. they know the Bear. Right, right, man. I got that. I'm talking about like I said, I started when I was six, but I was so big that I had to play with the nine and ten. That's where all know? the candy came uh-huh. from. Huh? All Brownies the candy. And yeah, stuff. yeah. And and I'm talking about I used to be at the park. Whenever, I used to score at will, basically. Like, if I wasn't tired, I'm scoring a ball. If I was tired, let my dog shine. Let my dogs eat. But that's that, that's how that nickname came up, Bear. I was just so big for my age, and I was just so, you know, I I, I did what I wanted to at will on that football field. Yeah, that's how for I got sure. that nickname. So, so, you know, like, I, you know, knowing your mom and your grandma real well and, and all the, all, every adult figure that's ever been in your life, Tell me about some of the academic stuff because, you know, they didn't play with that with you. And, uh, you know, we don't play with it over here. So when, when you came here, your mom was like, oh, this is great. Now we got more positive reinforcement on the mm-hmm. academic side. Because, you know, I ain't never – you ain't never had yeah. no grade issues, uh-huh, that, that, that part of it. You know, and that's that's a big thing that I notice a lot of these kids today, you know, they, they want to be the five-star with the one-star grades. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, that, that shit don't apply. It don't carry you through. So just just run that down to me as far as, like, the academic side of it, you know, for you taking personal accountability over mm-hmm. that. And definitely, that's that's all it was. Like you said, I took personal accountability of that, you know, uh, but at a young age, my mom and my grandma, that's that's what they preached and practiced on me, you know, grades. 
and how you carry yourself and being respectful and stuff like that. And all that just stuck with me, you know. Um, if I wasn't getting it done on in the classroom, then I definitely wouldn't finna go play football after school. You know what I'm saying? After school, I was one of those guys though that I like. I said I took it on my on myself to get it done. So after school, I was running back to the house. I was getting my homework done before my parents even got to the house, and I'm outside playing. And they'll come back home like, Bell, you you know you got your homework done. You did this and that and that and this." And it was like, you know, I already had it done. So it got to the point where my parents just trusted me and know, like, I, that, like I said, it was a personal thing that I took up on myself at a young age. And, and it just stuck with me, you know. And like G said, all these kids want to be five stars on the football field, but they don't want to put the work in the classroom. And it's not going to work, especially in this time and era, it's, it's not going to work. You know, you got to have the grades if you want to if you want to go to that next level. And I remember specifically when I first started coming into GLS, I'm talking about, you know, I don't want to brag on G or uh, boost this ego or nothing like that, but G was the only, <laughs> like nah, this, this some real, this some real stuff. G was the only trainer. Matter of fact, G was the only, if you want to say stranger, you know, not, not a part of your immediate family who actually cared about grades too. I'm talking about this man was putting up for uh what was that test we used to take man because you know i ain't taking a long time g uh what is it act the act test yeah. g u g was putting up for tutors for the acc for the act test for kids who you know were struggling with that and i'm talking about this was probably 10 years ago you know what i'm saying about so eight yeah, yeah about, eight. about eight years so g been you know g been doing this and been giving back and caring about the kids you know he don't this ain't nothing this is not a facade that he put on you know, I'm attracted to, to genuine people. And like I said, me and G been together for 10 years. He white, I'm black. You know what I'm saying? None of that matters here. It don't. For sure. Um. So on the academic side, too, your grades was always on point. Oh, ACT yes, was on point. So every school that came in and offered you, you never had to deal with the emotional side or or the subconscious side of, man, these dudes is coming at me, mm -hmm. but I can't even <clears throat> go to school there. You, right. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when you don't have to worry about that, it takes so much pressure off the student athlete. You, you know, and, 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 and that's, that's something that I think is important because I know a lot of these kids are getting courted by seven-on-sevens. They're getting courted by these trainers. They got mm -hmm. coaches coming to see them. And the dudes got 2.0s and 12 on the ACT, right. and they can't even go to the schools that's talking to them. That's right. that's an injustice on everybody that's around them, including the parents, trainers, coaches, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, in, in these positions of, of, of being a trainer or someone that's a mentor, you, you, you have great power with that. And with that great power comes great responsibility. And if you're not putting those kids in a situation to succeed academically, then you failing right. them, you know, holistically right, all the right. way around. Because uh, then some of these kids – they listen to, you know, the trainers and the coaches more than they do their parents, you know. So for any of you like any of you trainers out there who's listening to this podcast as well, you have so much influence on these young kids' lives that, you know, you need to, to take action now because that's when, you know, you build that character and that just that, that good person, you know, as an adolescence. So we need to get on that now. And, and like G said, man, if you don't got them grades, you – you, you lost out your, you know what I'm saying? If anything, if anything, you should want to make sure that you're taking care of that classroom first because let's say you don't get a football scholarship. Bro, you can get an academic scholarship. I don't know if y'all know that, but you can get an academic scholarship. You Creates know? options, bro. Mm -hmm. For know? me, for me, I, I put in time and work in, in, in the classroom. Like, I was on Dean's List most of my college career. I was on Aviana Roll in high school and stuff like that. And even to this day, I read books and just build on my knowledge and, you know, just build on my personality my personality and character. And that's something we got to get on now, you guys. You know, we got to start building for the future and stop living, you know, just thinking about right now, yeah. living right now. For sure. So, you know, and, and then the pressure of the recruiting process, because you, you had a, a nice a nice number of offers there mm -hmm. or whatever um, coming out of high school and and just the 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 fact of of being a student athlete 
having the pressure of studying, having the pressure of school, work, you know, school, the the, the practices, because mm-hmm. we know, you know, JT and them at, at Curtis, yeah. they they put that work in. Like you, you study in film, you you right. in the weight room, you you know, you getting you getting everything, and then if you you need help in a subject, they're gonna put the tutoring and all of that stuff out there for you. Mm-hmm. So when when you you know the the pressure and the emotional side and and like I said that subconscious side of hey man I did everything I got to do let me enjoy this recruiting process because right, right. somebody without an ACT score recruiting process might be miserable for mm-hmm. them because they got all of this stuff coming to them and they didn't do the work and they know back and the, you know that that's tough on a kid I mean because right. at that time you're not a man. You know what I'm saying? You still got some emotional right. growing to do and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's a, that's a lot of pressure for a kid. So, you know, but but you know, you chose you chose uh Central Florida. You had some other schools and stuff like that and then mm-hmm. when you walked into Central Florida, it was it was basically upside down. Right, right. And y'all flipped that thing. Right. My my first year going into UCF, the year before, we was on 12. I went in my first year with Scott Frost. I was his, I was a part of his first recruiting class. We went six and six. The next year, my sophomore year, we went thirteen and zero, and we beat Auburn in the the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. Next year, we went twelve and one. We played LSU in the in the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona. Uh huh. Yeah, Gino, I said, I know why you're laughing. And then after that, we played uh, Marshall in the Gasparilla Bowl. Uh. Which was which was awesome, you know. I enjoyed my my career at UCF, you know, and uh, yeah, you know that that was a little bit about that. But when you came, when I came into UCF, you know, I had that attitude as man, I'm I'm here to work, you know. I'm take care of what I need to in the classroom, and everything else is gonna follow. You know, yeah. if you're an athlete and you taking care of your body, you doing what you need to do, you staying out of trouble. I'm telling you, when your number is called for the football field, you're gonna be ready. But if you're not preparing yourself for the little things like it's taking care of your your classroom assignments and, you know, being respectful to your teachers and your tutors and your your peers, you know what I'm saying? All that all of that plays a part. You know, it might not seem like it right now because, you know, you guys is young. You want to have fun and do that and do this. But I'm telling you, they not- have an old saying, work now, play later. Yes, sir. And I that, learned on to that. That transition from high school to college, because we, especially I see in the New Orleans area, a lot of our kids go to these schools, and some some may say they overkick their coverage, I guess you could say, in the school that they select. And they've been the man in high mm-hmm. school. They might have started for three yep, years. Yep. They've been on these seven-on-sevens. They've been the man with the seven-on-sevens. And, and then we, we – put them in a situation where they go or they put themselves in a situation I should say where they go and they pick a school that they're going to walk into and they ain't the man no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so that adjustment, talk about that a little bit because you know, you, you kind of got to wait your turn Mm -hmm. and you had to wait your turn and you in the NFL now. So it don't mean that because you're not playing there because you know, I think they invested on the end result. Mm-hmm. And and like we talk about the process being so important all the time. So if you ain't in love with that process and you in love with with the result that's going to come about at the end, then you when you sitting on the bench and you watching and you not waiting your you don't want to wait your turn. Right. You kind of go change something else because you think it's going to end up affecting the end result. Mm-hmm. And and you kind of prove that different. Right. Right. Like you said, man. A lot of these guys they get so used to to being that dude on their team. But once you get to college in the NFL, bro, it's a different ball game. You got some guys out there who have families in college, you know, have kids, married, and stuff like that. So you kind of, all that ego and all that, you know what I'm saying, that childish mentality of I want to, excuse my French, hold my nuts on somebody's head, bro, that that ain't going to work because you're going to be right back home and Nola looking at your mom and dad like, so So what's the next move? Yeah, you we see it saying? all the time. We see it all the time. These kids coming. I mean, how, how many guys that you might have graduated with, not maybe from your school, but in your class that didn't end up where they started? <sighs> Man, I got to. It's got to be more than half. I have a, I got a football picture from when I played at West Wego, right? And I, I circled myself. Of, cause I, you know, obviously I was, I was just going through a, you know, 
of everybody who kind of took this football stuff serious and who was kind of, you know, just still at it at this time of life. And this probably was last year. So I circled myself first, and then I just went through the picture. I'm talking about it's probably like 20-some guys or however much in this picture. And I just was putting through X's. I was the only circle, right? I put through an X. Prison. Put through another X. Did. Put through another X. Jail. Prison. Another X. Did. Another one, working at a car washer, you know, wooty wooty woo. So uh, it, it's real, you know what I'm saying? Life is real, man. You guys, like I said, you guys kind of got to get out that childish mentality, man. Just take care of your business because you don't want to be that statistic. You know, you want to you wanna have yourself circled. You don't want to be the X on that picture. Because like I said, the picture probably was 19 guys in one circle Yeah, who made, who stick. Who's still not not even you know because you can still be playing ball. I'm talking about who's still able to to clack clack that chin strap and strap up them shoulder pads and go do what they love, you know, and have fun. And I'm the only one who's still who's still doing that out of 20 guys out of my picture in New Orleans. Well, there's a there's a sacrifice side, you know, and and like I said, um, uh, there, there's a couple of things that come to mind when you say what you said, and and, and one of them I, I listen to a lot of Eric Thomas, Inky Johnson, people like that like some motivational stuff. And Eric Thomas always has this, this, uh, this saying, he has two big things that he sticks by. One of them is, is your talent could take you somewhere is that your character can't keep you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, that sits hard for me because that, 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 that affected me in my life. And I see it a lot with, with, you know, a lot of these kids, but the, the other one is, is, you know, we got all these goals and we got these, these, these things we want to achieve and, and, you know, it says, you know, at any moment you need to be willing to sacrifice who you are mm-hmm. for what you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that means you got to stop doing stupid shit, you know, like, like you know, and me and you talked about this last year before you went. We, we had the little thing about the, the Bible quote about when I, as I became a man, I had to stop doing childish shit. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Facts. You know, and what that means is, is, is all that means is. I know a lot of you guys, especially in, in this generation, man, we get so influenced by this music industry. You know, you go and you hear guys on the music talking about, yeah, go smoke Tuka. Then after that, go kill his partner and smoke him in a blunt and F school and just get all these people pregnant and have all these babies. And that shit ain't cool. And that shit is not what's up. And the same people that's, that's telling you these things, they're not giving you the real. You know what I'm saying? They just giving you of what you want to hear because you putting money in their pockets at the time. And that's not what y'all understand. And y'all thinking that, oh, they giving me a book, a Bible of life. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. They didn't made it this far, so I'm going to do the same thing. Nah, bro. Like I said, remember I told you one of them exes was prison or dead? You're going to be one of them exes. You keep thinking that the way that they rapping and this and that is the way to go. Yeah. It's not. That shit is not cool. I mean, it, it the... the the real life side of it is, is that, you know, we constantly, we, we kind of become what we feed ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't mature enough to realize that some of the music and things like, man, you know what we listen to. Look, it ain't you, even, you know, it couldn't you even know be the saying? music too. It could be family members. You know what I'm saying? It could be family members and friends. Sometimes you have to, if you want to get to a certain, a certain place in life, you're going to have to, you know, just separate yourself. from the, the partying. Yeah. The partying. The people who just feed that's that negativity, right? yeah, that's the sacrifice part. The people that's feeding that negativity into your mind, like you gonna have to, you know what I'm saying? You might look, you might not even be liked at the time. That's another thing. Everybody want to be so popular and they want to be the thing that's being talked about. Man, like G said, I sat and I waited my turn. I'm still waiting. You know what I'm saying? I made it to the NFL, but I'm not where I want to be at. I'm still waiting. It's you know gonna what I'm come. Saying? It's, yeah, it's gonna come. And 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 then you say, you know, when we, when we talk about the 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 people can't understand the difference between reality and entertainment, right? You know, and then then on top of that, you seeing guys right now getting these big time contracts, fifty five mil like you, it's nothing. Yeah, you putting your money in a certain place, and then they actually living out some of them songs. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Because they've been waiting on that 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 money the whole time, and now you take somebody that that might have not had nothing. Or you know that that matter that and then they've been heavily influenced and they can't perceive the difference between entertainment and reality and then they take their money and, and they dump it into the wrong thing and then they you know you hear these guys two and three years in the league and they end up broke. 
right? They broke or they just lost. You know what I'm saying? Because they trying to live a lifestyle. They trying to do stuff that's not them. They like I said, trying to that quote unquote fit in. They want to be that guy. They want to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? Everybody nowadays it's rare that you meet somebody authentic. You know, but when you do, that's the person that you want to leech on because they're gonna give you the real. They're gonna tell you what it is, and they're not gonna sugarcoat. You know, sugarcoat shit that just make you hear what you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? They're going to tell you, hey, look, the shit you doing ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We ain't smoking tuca. We ain't doing this. We ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? We out your, We trying to elevate and, and and motivate our family. You know what I'm saying? We not trying to be in the same spot. Because I've been t- like, all right, I was in Florida for, what, four years? Yeah. Every time I came back home for break, it was the same. I seen the same people. Doing and the it was same the same shit. shit. <laughs> G took the words out of my mouth doing the same shit. So... I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you free game. I'm telling you, bro, that shit ain't cool. But hey, if you want to be in Nola for the rest of your life, doing whatever it is that you do under that same oak tree, hey, go ahead and keep listening to that NBA young boy and thinking, oh yeah, we smoking tuka and I'm finna go have six babies and I mean, I'm finna just had go seven. buy a seven. He just had his seventh just one. Just had that, seven. And he what 20, 20 years old, twenty one. Yeah. Shit, I'm you know what I mean? It, it, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? That the the, the influences that the the music industry have on us. For instance, look at Charles Manson, mm-hmm. uh, one of the most notorious serial quote unquote serial killer slash cult leaders, was influenced by a Beatles song and some other crazy shit going on at that time and killed what like seven people, something yeah, like that. Was, it was crazy, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Some yeah. just some crazy stuff. And he wasn't even the only. He wasn't the only serial killer, but. That's my thing, and that's what I, you know, I kind of yeah. Do you a start putting them like, chemicals yeah. in your in your body and mm-hmm, stuff, you know. that, and you just go to believe in what you hear. Oh yeah, go do this. Okay, bet this is what I'm gonna do, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. Again, with. we we sitting down with Nathaniel Evans, linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, he's he's been in the lab with us for a while. So tell me, tell me the transition between college and the NFL, because. Right now you're on a practice squad. I'm sure the, mm-hmm. the learning curve is, is is tough. So, again, we go back to here we go. We got to be a student. And, and not necessarily that you up there using English and math, but you got to be able to comprehend. You got to be able to read defenses mm-hmm. a different way. And probably the schemes and stuff facts, that you learn, facts. the language changes, all of that. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the, the difference between the NFL and college is in college, you know what I'm saying, uh, you're going to be there for four years regardless. Whether you keep messing up, whether you're not going to school like that, whether you having them bad grades, they might, you know, your school might try to hide that. But once you get to the NFL, big dog, this is business. It's time to put on your your snow boots and your big boy pants because you could be there for an hour and your ass is gone back home. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. Like out the blue, you could be doing everything right and it's – it's a business, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's a it's a effed up business, but at the end of the day, you just gotta wait your turn. Stay healthy. And, and they don't your, there is no personal relationship. Yeah, there ain't no personal, ain't no coach. Let me cause that coach, like I said, that coach could be there for thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah it ain't and just the play. Yeah, right. he's gone. And then you got a whole new coach. You got a whole new the Jaguars, we're going through that right now. You know, we just we cleaned house. So we have a whole new staff coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And any of the players didn't have a say-so. We didn't have a meeting that said, hey, look, this is what's going to happen to head coach. You know what I'm saying? Who do you guys want to be the next coach? It was not, you know, Urban Wise is your head coach. This is your DC. This is your linebacker coach. Boom. Get ready for the season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here go your playbook. Get ready. Yeah. Because that, that, that coaching change, like you said earlier, it affected you, you know, th- through – when you walked in, you walked mm-hmm. in under a new coach. Facts. And then when you left, you left under a different coach too, right? Right, right. So, like he said, man, it's about being a student of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not – for me, I'm actually ready. I'm ready for this new season because it's a clean slate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like the opportunity to get on that field now is going to be even wider, you know, because it's not going to be, well, a – I coached this guy 10 years, five years ago. I know what he can do. Let me bring him back. And that actually goes on in the NFL for y'all, for those, you know, for some of the some of you guys who didn't know that. Coaches actually are comfortable with guys that they already had. You know what I'm saying? In the league. Mm-hmm. Because it's so in the league, the 
the the minimal, you know what I'm saying? Just the amount to for a mistake is is not that ain't what's up. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. be damn near perfect in the NFL. Then then there's the outside side of it because you 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 not only I don't want to use the word capitalized on it because there probably was there's no monetary nothing but capitalized on it in building yourself as a brand maybe or building yeah. an image of you because man i don't care i i was at the Tulane central florida game man and people they they yell about nate more than they yell about central florida right, right. You, you know what i'm saying but it's it's uh, and, and and anna and td's on here and and i'm hey looking at it hey and, and 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 you know you got these people around here that that just love you you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and and you, you everywhere you go anybody that meets you you kind of become that guy in that environment. You did it at Curtis. You did it at Central Florida, and and I'm sure because it's who you are, it's gonna happen at um, at at uh, you know, at Jacksonville. Definitely, and uh, I could definitely just shout out my mom and my grandma for that right now. And you know my mom and grandma, and also Big Doug know my mom and grandma. And like he said, that's that's how I was raised. You know what I'm saying? Surround myself by real. I can exclude fake real fast. Um, be respectful, be responsible, and have faith, and everything else takes care of itself. You know what I'm saying? Hard work beats talent. You know what I mean? I wasn't the talented, most talented linebacker in the room. Or at, you know what I'm saying? It's just I worked hard. I respected all, fair none. And you know what I mean? I just played my butt off. That's all it was. West Wego shouting you out, too. Oh, yeah. Sh hey, shout out West Wego. You know what I mean? Yep, Coach Bernard team. and them. I, hey, look, like I said, when I'm early in the interview, when I said I scored at will, I was talking about at West Wego. I scored <laughs> at will. I'm talking. Look, if I was tired, hey, let my dog shine. But if it was, if it was a fresh bear in the game, I'm causing hectic. You think if you'd have been more like a tiger, you you wouldn't have to let nobody else take uh, a turn? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't even gonna speak on no titles. So big ducks on the mic right now. Big Whoa. duck kind of made the intro, <laughs> and uh, you know he put us in here. He been knowing Nate longer than me, and uh, I know I know he's got something he wants to say. Nah, I don't really have too much. I'm just sitting back and I'm watching y'all, and I'm proud of you. That's For all. Sure. I mean, that's all you gotta say. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's it. You know, just to be able to, you know, come from a from a from an older guy's perspective. And get close. Just to come from an older guy's perspective, and you know, see a lot of the uh, wrong path that some of the younger guys be taking, and just want to see them be the best that they could be because you chose to be the best that you could be in a negative form, you know, and it didn't right. really get you far. You know, all of this come from experience. So then to see the ones who 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 really take it and and really, um, you know. Run with Roll. It. Yeah, they mm -hmm. run with it. You run know, it's it. a lot of them that that hear it and they adhere to it. But then I guess, as you could say, the the apple looks better from the outside to them. So you know, whether it be the music or whether it just be the streets, you know, they feel like that's a better path for them. Yeah. Knowing that that's not a better path for them, but at the end of the day, everyone has to, you know, they have to live their own life, mm -hmm. and you know, you live your life by the decisions that you make. So to see like, you know, and it's a handful of them that, that, that do go the the positive route, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, yep. and this is a product of that. Yeah. And you it know? ain't always just football too. Like yeah, you got guys that go, you know, they, they, they get out there and they, they get an education, they get a job and, and stuff like that. And, and they do good for themselves. And, and we, you know, is, is, and I got, you know, one of the upcoming shows, we got a, a financial guy that's gonna come in, twenty three years old, young kid. He's Jalen Harris's financial guy, and, and this right. dude been in the stocks since he was like nineteen. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he's putting Jalen's money in places to work for Jalen long after basketball's gone. You, you, right. you know what I'm saying? And right. and and that's a big part of what we want to do with the podcast is we want to expose that that image. You, you know what I'm saying? True. Not not the not the material things, yeah, but that's, the that's, future. Yeah, that's we could, what we want the got, narrative yeah. to be. We Nate, want the that we want the narrative to be positive. Like you know, but at the end of the day, you have to understand. You know, like I always told mine. You know, you you're gonna work. You know, right. whether you decide to work early while you have help. You know, 
whether it be parental support or, mm-hmm. you know, neighborhood guys who see something in you that know you deserve better. Either way to cut go, you're going to work. You know, you could work hard while you're young or, you know, you put yourself in a situation where then you've been an accumulated a family of kids, you know, and now you really have to work. You have yeah, to. You have push. to. Mm-hmm. You become, I don't yeah. want to say kids are problems, but you become pushed no, by your problems. Yeah, you you it, know what I'm saying? It, and it. not motivated by your goals. Right. So right. so it's it's a big difference of, of doing something because you want to and doing something because you have right. to. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yeah. So we don't got to be in GLS every day getting it in. You know what I'm saying? But we want to be in. here. Right. Yeah. You, right. We, we here. It's January. You right. already back. Right. Because you know I want to be in here. Yeah, yeah man. I ain't. Ain't nothing. To, I don't get excited about nothing else. I get excited about getting better. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't get excited about staying the same and why everybody else. I like I said, man. I didn't see guys making fifty five m's. You know what I'm saying? Sixty eight m's. Like like it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? That shit is motivation for me. I don't look. Ever since then, all that music shit that y'all hear and all that. I'm even thinking about deleting my social media because that don't. Social media don't promote nothing but bullshit. Excuse my French for any young guys who are on here. But social media now is being used in the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's it, it. It's crazy. You know, well, I call well, them the... Well, honestly, and this is another topic, but it's being used the right way. It's being used for its purpose. That's what its yeah. purpose is to destroy. Okay, okay. But you have to have yeah, that yeah. third eye Coming to be able to... Yeah, okay. you have to have a third eye to be able to open your eyes and really understand mm-hmm. like the powers that be like, right. no social media is being used for yeah. just what it want to be yeah, used right. for. Keeping right. us stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Keeping you dumb. Yeah. Right. Look, Keeping you dumb. So y'all. if you, in, if so if you enjoy your social media and I honestly, you know, we see this everywhere, you know, anywhere you go, everybody got their face down to their phone. Mm-hmm. And y'all better change that. Every, it, it's, it's not the television anymore. You know, they had the little, the little caption where, you know, you got the, the, the kid sitting in front of the TV and the TV is just a fuzzy picture yeah. with the big old, you know, yeah. antenna, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. more or less stating like the, You're showing the, your the age, empty bro. mind, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the empty <laughs> mind looking at something empty and basically you being brainwashed. brainwashed. Well, now it's not that big, <clears throat> excuse me, 70 inch flat screen or whatever flat screen you putting on your wall. Mm-hmm. Now it's your little bitty small ass phone Facts. that's really... Tearing your ass apart. They, simple they, and plain. They yeah. got a show on Netflix. I want to say it's called Social Dilemma. Mm-hmm. And you seen that? Yeah, man, that yeah, shit that's is telling crazy, you. Bro. And it's it's crazy because you got motherfuckers who from Google and who from Apple, who from Facebook, telling you, bro, I quit. I, I quit. You know what I'm saying? Making six figures because this shit is ethically people, yeah, right. It's ethically is not right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have yeah. a whole. Uh, uh, another figure, another form of you, basically, in this is trying to make the perfect. Y'all need to go watch it. I'm not even gonna tell y'all, but y'all need to go watch it. <clears throat> yeah, one one of the big things I see too, like especially in the um in the the recruiting side of of everything is is, I mean, you got kids doing interviews and making videos now, right? Mm-hmm. So you get a kid to do an interview and 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 stuff with his partner, and then all the friends are sharing it. So you create this little community that builds this 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 fake perception of who this kid may really be and and it ain't all the time but it happens so we get a kid that gets caught up in that and he's validated by that and then when he's not getting the offers or he's not getting his way then the kid starts you know, he takes the social media and he's like, man, I'm slept on. Yeah, it could destroy Yeah, it could destroy his motivation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, because the process, like we say, is the important thing and not the end result. The process right. will take you through life. Right. You, you know what I mean? And, and it, you got to you gotta not to cut your G, my fault. But you have to understand, I mean, you know, all of that social media, that is a part of the process. But it's really a small, a very mm-hmm. small mm-hmm. part of the process. But... It's being used wrong because now, you know, that seemed like that's a major part of the process. Mm-hmm. Like everybody want to be, you know, get their first video or their next video or, or, mm-hmm. or get somebody videoing them working out because it seemed like that's the movie yeah, to them. That's, yeah. that's the part. That's the part we want. We want all the likes. We want all the retweets. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, whoever's playing into that, you know, it is what it is, man. You got to wake up. Yeah, the but validation it, don't yeah, come from listen, internal. Because it's because external. you because you working out and I always tell tell my boys like okay you working out in front of this camera 
you know, of course you're going to put on a show because you mm-hmm. know the camera is on you. But it ain't what you do when the, when the crowd is watching. It's what you do when nobody's watching, mm-hmm. when the lights is off. Right. I remember going to to uh, Berman Stadium. Shout out Jai Eugene because, you know, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he worked with the young boy. But I remember going to Berman Stadium one night, and I'm talking, we got that. They, they wouldn't turn the lights on. So, like, we literally in, in the, the dark. dark. Like, mm-hmm. literally in the dark. And, and it was so dark till the camera phones wasn't even you know, yeah. like the lights on the phones wasn't even being able to shine bright uh-huh. enough. But it's what you do in the dark. It's it's what you do when the crowd is not looking. It's not what you do when everybody's looking because you know you're putting on a show. Right. Yeah. And, right. And that creates character. And people want to people wanna put it out there like they're working all the time on, on social media. But in the background, they ain't really working. Uh, one, one thing that I, I heard was work like there's a camera always on you. Work, work like somebody's always watching you, right. and that's yeah. going to create the character. And, and so I, I, I just got to say this. Listen, for these little cats out here that's uh, giving yourselves names, you know, man, stop that, man. That ain't, listen, you don't give yourself a name. You earn a name. Mm-hmm. You know, Bear been Bear since before I knew Bear. I knew it was Bear before I knew it was Nathaniel Evans. Mm-hmm. Like, real life. Just watching him yeah, at some yeah, people, like, Some listen, people don't even you, know my yeah, real name. Like, you don't, you don't, you can't be out here. Giving yourself a name, man. You mm-hmm. know the 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 world that that world that you chasing gonna give you a name if you are so deserving of that right. name. And you see, gotta guys, know that you see guys now though they want names like ten milli, a <laughs> uh, Glock thirty two, yada yada. But they but want then at the same time a, a mm-hmm. ten milli. A Glock. Now ten milli could be uh, related to you know your path, but. Glock, you know, Glocks and in, in sports don't go together. Exactly. No. Like, I mean, together. I, I'm listening. I'm, you you hearing it first from a guy who who come from that, but understand, come from that, came from that, left that. Mm-hmm. It's done. It's over with. I probably wouldn't even be able to be here to tell what I have to tell if I were to, you know, like indulge myself all the way into that. You know, and it's still in me a little bit, but you know, every day is being pulled away from me. And again, like I said. Thank you, Bell, for right. allowing me to share my vision and my views with you. And, and, and uh, you know, you take heed to it. And, Fact. you know, I know your mom and your grandmother, strong, solid, strong black women. Mm-hmm. And, and the whole community that was behind you, <coughs> you know. Thank you for, for paying attention and not letting none of this go in vain. And it's going to help you be successful. And- well, we don't we only need one example. You know what I'm saying? To right. really shine a light on everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And you right. did that. You, right. you, you know what I'm saying? You you know, you know what was out there for you. You could have right. did you could have took it whatever way you oh, wanted. Yeah. Trust but, me. I was I wouldn't I wouldn't always, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. I didn't I didn't had you know? to get my get my my tail spanked a few right. times. So you know what? And well really that's not that's not what it was, you know, that made me actually switch. It's like I said, it's going to be yourself. It's going to be something inside of you that that's going to want a difference. You know, I didn't want to see my people because I used to stay in Beach Grove. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if y'all used to, before, you know, during Katrina, before Katrina, Beach Grove used to get it on. You know what right. I'm talking about? I didn't see, I don't even want to speak on that right now, but I didn't see it. You know, yeah, I didn't sure. see it and I didn't been through all that. And I was like, this ain't this ain't what it is. Know what I'm saying? I don't want my house getting shot up, and you know, for no reason. You know, just just simple stuff like that. I'm like, nah, this ain't what it is. And once I once I started traveling and and just getting around good humans and people who actually care about me and just want better for me, you know what I'm saying? Man, that should have changed your life. That's yeah. right. It, and it's gonna be something <clears throat> internal. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be something that you can't even explain. You know, if y'all look at any of my previous interviews. Like at UCF and this and that and that and that, it just be some shit that I can't explain why it happened. You know, it just it just happened for the better because I I believed and I wanted it to. You know what I'm saying? Favor, it favors spiritual as well. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, again, we we sitting down with Nathaniel Evans, John Curtis High School, University of Central Florida, Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, we got a couple of questions in here. They they got a couple of people asking about. You know, you're training with us and, and, and uh, as far as, like, how go to help you 
40 time explosiveness balance right. and, and stuff like that. Cause you actually had the opportunity to go through the transition with us. You went from the box gym, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Where we was a, a lifting and doing all of the heavy oh, stuff and yeah. coming here and make you throw up and all of Facts. that to kind of moving over into the movement side of everything. And we, you know, you, you kind of was one of the ones that bought in early and, mm-hmm. and helped us develop the, the program. Cause you was in college when we made the transition. Yeah. Yeah. See what it was, and like G said, man, I remember we used to come in here. I used to hate coming to JLS because <laughs> we only came in here to throw up. I'm like, fat, you throwing up is my pet peeve. I used to tell my mom, you gonna make me go here just to throw up? Come on now, but I mean, I, like G said, man, I've been in this place before it was Golda, and it's only a. It's probably three trainers who I've actually ever worked out with and will continue to work out with through this day because I like the work and and that's why I'm at now in life. If you telling me okay, do this, do this, and do that, tell me why. I want to know the beneficial facts and how this is gonna help me and how can I take this and put it to the football field. Well, once G actually got into the Golda, you know what I'm saying. Once I was in in uh in, in college. And I actually started to see the benefits that it's going to have for me on the field. And I felt myself getting faster. And I just felt that quick twi- that quick twitch and that explosiveness. You know what I'm saying? And I just stuck with it. You know, because I could have easily said, oh, G switching up the things he doing, this and that. I'm done with him. You know what I'm saying? But G been so solid. And like I said, the work here is so authentic. And it, it actually works. I don't need to go nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? I'm good at home. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a reason that we never step foot out of mm-hmm. this place. <clears throat> Once we step foot in this place, facts, you don't leave. We never step foot out of this place. I haven't I mean, had again the same the same conversation. You know, from the box gym to you know the the, the banging it out on the, on the racks and you know everybody screaming and howling, music bumping, and you know to the mm-hmm. to the to the educational side of it. And this is why we do what we do. And this facts. is the reason. And, you know then. You know, I, I almost like I almost called G like like bro, you gotta stop being like such a psychic, cause he would call an athlete. He would be like, man, check like we would be sitting down watching mm-hmm. games, and he would literally be like, man, look at that dude foot. Like, man, that dude is gonna get hurt, bro. Don't want to see it happen. You know, let's reach out to him. And of course, you know, hell, you know, a week or two later. And this guy done had an injury. Like, man, look, you better stop that. You know the powers that be, man. They'll come and get you for, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for 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 making those kind of statements. And of course, you know the world don't want to hear that. They their favorite athlete is in danger of being injured. But, mm-hmm. We don't want to say it. Yeah, but don't we know- y'all, at the end of the day, don't nobody like to be wrong. Right. Well, ignorance. That's right. what that is. Right. Don't nobody like to be wrong. Only a wise person will take criticism. And say, well, is this really, you know, is this really criticism, or is this basically, you know, like somebody trying right, to misguide right. me? You know shout what I'm out, saying? shout out to the world and the athletes that's like really at least giving this a chance, man. Like, listen, this it's it's for real. Like, it ain't fake. I mean, I understand, you know, like you said, you know, ignorance. You know, everyone wants to be right, mm-hmm. but everyone can't be right. It's ego. We don't live in a perfect world. Facts. Yeah, for sure. And 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 I mean you you with the Jaguars now you done been through you know levels of this stuff and and you know you probably seen dudes at Central Florida drop like flies mm-hmm. and then you get into the league and you see these same thing see see and I don't want to get into the behind the scenes but but we know we know that there's guys missing practice they can't perform they playing games so these little nagging injuries and hamstrings and hips and knees. They actually hold you hostage, mm-hmm. and then what happens is is it, let let's let's just be a hundred. If you would have went in the camp and wouldn't have stayed healthy, I'm out. I'm back. I, I would have been home. here with you. Man, you would have been had this podcast. You'd have been in the gym mm-hmm. training. Yeah, I would. I would have been here. And that seemed like the narrative. Okay, we are gonna do this from 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 pee wee league ball to <laughs> to middle school ball to high school ball to college to right. trying to get in the league, but these injuries just stopping us. So now we back home, man. What you doing? Oh man, I'm over here training at so and so spot. Mm-hmm. I'm just training, waiting for that call. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I mean, right. shout out to those who are actually grinding. You know what I'm saying? Like you said. Being patient and waiting, they turn. You know what I'm saying? Waiting, they turn. But yeah, like if if you're not 
doing what you need to do, bro. If you if when they call your number and you are unavailable, bye. Yeah, you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna be gone before you leave practice. Availability is your best ability. That's you, you're gonna be gone you know? before yes. you leave practice. They're gonna call you. You're gonna be walking to your locker. Hey, c- c- come holler at us. It's a specific person too. You know who he who he there for? <laughs> the Reaper. Right, yeah. That's what we and that's exactly what we call him at the Jags. If you see him and he calling you, fuck, it's some BS. Yeah, it's so some BS. They had another question about how how does how does it help with your hips and in the linebacker position. Well, you know, me being a linebacker, you know, uh, for one, you always got to be low to the ground. You know, back chain dominant. You can't just be standing straight up. And also, if you're standing straight up, you don't have no power. If your hip's not working, you know your power isn't there. You know what I'm saying? And just just working with Gary, you know, doing all the bow techniques and corners, child rockers, just everything just loosening up your hips and making sure that your feet is, when you plant, you know, everything is, is corrected and your Body won't just be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? There's so, like I said, there's so much that go into the yeah. science behind the goal. To, that, like I said, when you put it to the field, the shit makes sense. I haven't had a major injury. I've never had a major injury. I've never had any surgeries. I've never had any ACL tears. I've never had any shoulder surgeries. I've never had any of those type of injuries. Knock on wood. Thank you, Lord. You know, and thank you, G. But. Mm-hmm. Just being available, you know, taking care of my body, knowing, seeing that, okay, I see these trainers doing just stupid stuff like with these, those little yoga, you know, those balls when you have to uh, balance, Stand, stuff, yeah, that, balance, stuff like that. The and balancing act. And simple stuff like that. We and I was hit just, a bash nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like looking at the, I was, because I, I actually was doing that workout do one that. time and like my knee was trying to go in and buckle in and I'm like, this is how you get ACL tears and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm at G, we never lift weights. We don't lift weights. I know what I'm saying. We have ways that we go around that, and you know, you get your strength. But we don't, we don't throw 400, 600 plates on the bench and squat and do this and do that and clean and do all that extra stuff. And and, do that. and with saying that, you you as strong as anybody that you play Facts. with. I I mean, I don't want to. You know, talking about numbers, I can I can squat 600. No no problem. You know what I'm saying. I got. Whatever, yeah, yeah stallion Low, the lower leg, you know what I'm there. saying? Even with bench, too. You know, I'm strong bench, benching-wise. You know, all of that is going to come, like I said, if your body is is not hurting, for one. If you, you know what I'm saying, you're taking care of your body and you're putting in that work. You know, you're going to build muscle and you're going to build strength. Yeah, know? and then the other thing, too, is, is, you know, we get a lot of parents that come in here and 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 talk about, well, you know, we got to put on 25 pounds and we got to get on the weights and all of this stuff like that. I mean, you know it's nutrition, mm-hmm. you know, because you learn, you learn through that. We right. never put you in here and put your body under stress and you continue to gain. Shit, they were blown away at how you moved at 240 last mm-hmm. year. Because they was like, you got to lose five pounds based off of – the 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 concept that's stuck in everybody's uh-huh. head about linebackers need to weigh this if they yeah. miss height, and then you went and broke those rules. Mm-hmm. And people still don't believe it, you know. <laughs> nah, we want you at this weight, you know. What I'm like, if I'm hitting like a bowling ball and I'm moving like a Carvette, you know what I'm saying? Why, if yeah. it ain't broke, don't fit. You know, if it's uh, if it ain't broke, it ain't need to fix it. You know what I mean? Plus, you like to eat. <sighs> Man, see what I'm saying? Here, G go to look the coach or anything of being a podcast. G go to you know what I'm saying? Dry snitching. Nah, man. But again, you know, man, Nate. You know, you like you always been like family. Your your family's family, and um, we love you, bro. We 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 glad you're here. And, yes, sir. Uh, um, you know, we appreciate everybody again. Bam, our producer. Colin mm-hmm. handles the board for us. He, he's he's helping run the gym right now because we right. got a lot going on. We you know Goda's growing and 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 you growing and man we want to continue to grow together. And so, uh, Big right. Duck, thank you for stepping in and um, you know t- sharing your little part about you know you know what it is. But um, um, man, I appreciate everybody that that tunes in and yeah. you got we got the podcast now. It's it's we got a YouTube channel built, recoded the the um it's the blueprint. blueprint. Yeah, recoded the blueprint. And um we got we got one post up. We're going to put this one up within yeah. the next couple of days, but you got anything to sign out with? 
Well, I would just say, man, for all you young guys out there, if you, you know, if you have any questions or you need a mentor, you know, I mean, I don't even really know how to be a mentor, but shit, if you come to me and say, Nate, just mentor me, shit, I, I will do it. You know what I'm saying? If y'all want workout, if y'all want, shit, if you want just play video games, you know what I'm saying? I'm just hit me up. I'm not. I'm I'm not one of them athletes who you know just untouchable. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I can't mess with him because man, that money don't mean shit. Because at the end of the day, it, it ain't gonna be here. You know what I'm saying? Once I'm gone, is you know what I'm saying? Ain't no more. So I would. What I want to leave on this earth is you know just the memories and and the, the way I make people feel. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they remember the, for life. You know, not what you bought them, but how you made them feel. You know? right. So. They're like pressure. Yeah, if y'all need any, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, y'all just want to talk. If y'all just want to vibe, man, y'all know where I'm at. I'm at GLS. Y'all can hit me up on Instagram too, NateX44. If you can't find me, G could get in contact with me. Like I said, and any of you parents need me to talk to your kid, you know what I'm saying? And give him some, anything. Like I said, I'm here. Just use me. Use me as a platform. Yeah, yeah part, part of the whole process, too, is, is, and you know we preach this all the time, is is if you can't come back and give back, and I'm not talking about monetary, so don't ask him for no money. I'm saying if you can't come back and give a, a word or, or, mm-hmm. or give guidance and, and, and let them know, man, it, we learn through experience. And s- some of your experiences may protect somebody yeah, from making next, a, yeah. a different kind of mistake mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm saying so it's not always it's the process again it's not the process of getting to the nfl it's the process of becoming a, a young successful man mm-hmm. and, and it, look, your story my, it's, needs to it's be the told. process of becoming a professional yes I'm gonna say period that. yeah you know what I mean? it's the process yeah. of becoming a professional a professional human being yes. not just a professional sports athlete 100 percent. well look man we appreciate everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in, and yes, um, we'll uh, catch y'all next week. Scrap. We out. Yes, sir. Hey. Man, y'all need to take that scrap. Get scrap. They gonna fuck with that. Okay, y'all love freestyle. Uh, Kenneth, brother. Yeah, shout out KB. <laughs> Bigger wins, we gon' need bigger ranks. I really get a bit of freestyle.